0: Hi, everybody, and welcome to the John Meyer Podcast. Today's topic is supercharge your AWS success with cutting-edge fintech solutions. Our guest today is Keontae Evans, Director of Business Development at Ibex Labs. Now, Keontae has been leveraging AWS cloud technology by identifying potential areas of growth and optimizing customers' cloud journey. Please join me in welcoming Keontae to the show. Keontae, thanks for joining me.
1: Thank you, John. I appreciate you having, uh, having me on. And uh working with us and iBex over the past you know couple of months or so to you know get our story out there with regard to fintech and AWS.
0: Keontae, today's topic is we are really talking about fintech and solutions out there. First of all, what the heck is fintech?
1: FinTech is complicated. You know, it, it means different things to different people. Um, for us at iBex, we characterize fintech as an organization, uh whether that be nonprofit, for profit, that provides access to the global economy by way of maybe a digital payment system uh, something like a peer-to-peer payment system digital banking fintech really just encompasses all of the individuals and players that connect the global economy and make it more inclusive uh, for everyone
0: right so we're all using some form of fintech solution between our mobile banking apps uh, those who might be using crypto but the solution is ultimately the financial and technology and everything that goes behind it.
1: Yeah, yeah. So that's that's a great distinction. In any way, you're using a mobile, you're using a FinTech app, whether it's a mobile banking system, whether you've sent $20 to your brother on Cash App, you know, whether you saw something on uh, Kith.com and you wanted to put it on Klarna, you know, everyone operates in a world that leverages financial tools of some sort. And we work with customers, organizations that build products that enable us to work with those, uh, to to engage in those things better, right? And just make it easier and more inclusive. for everyone.
0: What are some of the challenges that you're seeing out there with customers who have a fintech solution and what are they running into?
1: Yeah. So fintech, right, because you're dealing with global payment systems, you're dealing with transactions, you're dealing with transactional data, you know, you have to accommodate for government frameworks such as PCI DSS, which regulates how credit card transactions occur via uh, within financial organizations and other uh, financial regulations that essentially FinTech organizations have to use to make sure that they're keeping their business at a very, very high standard that will allow the public to feel trustworthy, uh, to, to build a lot of trust with them. Um, And what we do is we help customers that work within that highly regulated system. We help them build out different solutions for managing that uh, compliance and regulation, that that compliance and regulatory aspect of things.
0: How challenging is it to navigate the compliance and regulatory systems?
1: It's sort of like legalese. I would really liken it to having an average person try and break down you know, the terms and conditions agreements on, you know, any one of the social networks that we uh, sign up for, right? It's very difficult for the average person to kind of crack through it. So not only is it written in a way that basically only compliance individuals will be able to action, it, it is very long and complicated because it incorporates having to adhere to very specific guidelines that are set forth by the government.
0: Okay, so customers are trying to navigate, which I equate to the EULA, right? We're trying to read the whole user end agreement, and like, uh, I'm just going to sign and go towards it and whatever it is. And, you know, hopefully I don't mess up or hopefully the government doesn't come after me. That is exactly how people treat it, John. It's, it's amazing because
1: these are regulations that are in place. Um, and if they are not adhered to, you know, any business, no matter how much value they bring to the consumer, Will not be in business long if they can't remain compliant. But because it's so difficult to get compliant at times, they treat it just like how you described it. Like, hey, I, I just hope they don't catch me. You know, hopefully, I you know we can you know show up some of these things on the back end that make more sense. But you know, oftentimes we find that customers, richness, they they try and they just try and get by, right? And and what we do is we make it a, a much easier process for a much easier standardized process.
0: Okay, besides the regulatory, obviously there are a number of other challenges. What about security? Security is a big one.
1: I mean, when you're dealing with folks that are connecting the global economy, that lends itself to having to deal with critical data, whether that's social security cards, financial data, um, credit card data, data birth. You know, there's a ton of data that's passed, stored, and just transported in fintech. And security is paramount in order to keep that transactional data just safe, you know, for your customers.
0: I imagine one of the challenges is not only trust, trusting in your banking system. There's been a number of things going on with banks recently, you know, data that's out there, missing deposits, and it's really difficult for customers to trust the banking system, a financial system, the security behind it. Let me ask you, what are your thoughts around this? (sighs) i mean my
1: grandmother doesn't know who to trust when it comes to you know digital banking at this point in time she just goes with what she knows you know chase.com and i think that's what a lot of people go with um and that's why building trust and credibility and distinguishing that within your security posture is something that's that a lot of fin- uh fintech companies lean on because if you can provide an extra layer of security uh for your customers it, i i liken it to you know, your customers are looking for a new place to live, you know, the difference oftentimes in choosing between one place to live and another is the level of security that you can provide, you know, and the security that you can come in and, you know, you don't have to worry about anybody, uh, any threat actors, you know, and what we've seen in the, in the industry right now is not only are companies distinguishing themselves with, you know, new features, but security on the back end has become paramount as a way to distinguish yourself and build trust with your, your consumer.
0: Well, Keontae, I think you outlined it right there, is the security of moving from one place to another. Think about it, you're moving to a new house or new neighborhood, and you're really gonna pick at, You know, at, how secure is that neighbor, how secure is my house, how much do I trust my area and my neighbors? I like that analogy. Now, Keontae, let me talk to you a little bit more. We've, we've mentioned some of the challenges, not only in the banking, uh, the security, what happens when these fintech challenges are not addressed?
1: Whoa. So uh, we can start on the security end. Um, we've seen security breaches happen uh, in the media, and they are so staggering that it's it's hard to wrap your head around. So when you think about uh, some of the breaches that we've seen, and I won't name anybody specific because that's, you know, we don't want to name anyone, anyone specific, but we've seen hundreds of thousands if not millions of customers data just floating out there and that's very difficult to, to stomach that you you honestly have you can't get that back right it is very difficult to uh to to manage the security landscape today and if you don't do it well you'll be you'll lose your business overnight it's, it's just that simple um you'll lose you can't rebuild trust that's broken in a specific way And when someone breaks into your bank, so to speak, it's you're very, very, you're much less inclined to trust that bank with your money. It doesn't matter how long you've been there. You know, you told me this vault was impenetrable. I trusted you with my life savings. That was yesterday and today it's gone. Um, I'm really not inclined to hear what you have to do to improve this, I'm going somewhere else. And that's what businesses can expect customers to feel like should there be any true security breach, particularly within FinTech, right? Because I'm not going, I'm not putting my money into a digital banking system that just got hacked, right? I don't know about you. I I work hard for mine. This is something that I want to protect very intently. So any security breach of any kind um, is paramount for customers. So what that means for organizations is they have to invest in not only tools to support uh, their infrastructure, they have to bringing the people as well. And that is, you know, that's a journey in and of itself. But if you don't take that journey, you'll lose your customers overnight, you know, just because, you know, somebody got bored one day and, and, you know, you happen to be the organization that they they picked that day. Um, On the compliance end, it's a little bit different, right? Because compliance is sort of best practices. You know, best practices are methods that you should take in order to do good business and perform great things for your customers, but not everybody does them. Sometimes you cut corners, but when you're dealing with financial data, when you're dealing with the world's financial data, um, the government rightfully so does not allow for cutting corners in any way with any of their compliance and regulatory frameworks. So you can be the best business under the sun. If you don't follow these compliance regulatory uh, requirements to a T, your business will be shut down. It it doesn't matter. And all of the goodwill that you've built up with your customers will be gone because you wouldn't comply with the government's rules, which is, you know, it, it's difficult for a customer to, to to wrap their head around you're doing business, you know, as a fintech organization, but you want to adhere to what the government says fintech organizations should do in order to provide value to the to the economy. So that's some those are some of the things you can Think about when you have to think about when you're talking about not showing up any of these security or compliance um, initiatives or goals or just challenges that one might face in the fintech world.
0: Well, Keonti, we're talking about some of the people that are affected by some of these challenges. What roles are really affected by fintech and the challenges that they need to overcome?
1: So typically compliance, uh, you'll deal with the CTO right the cto and the traditional c-suite ceo ceo those are the folks that will be responsible at the end of the day for ensuring that this that this happens but oftentimes when you're talking about compliance and security you're dealing with a chief compliance officer um and it's interesting because you might also be dealing with the chief financial officer because of the ramifications financially that a security breach or a compliance uh misstep would have on the company so those are some interesting new roles that we've seen um, become prevalent in you know, just our consulting, but you can traditionally expect a CEO, a CTO, and newly a uh, uh, chief compliance officer and a CFO to be relevant folks that you're dealing
0: with. Well, Keontae, right, my question next is, what is IBEX Labs doing to help customers tackle some of these problems and challenges?
1: So specifically, we've prioritized gaining competencies and experience that lends itself to working in highly regulated industries like fintech like healthcare but specifically fintech so we we've enabled ourselves with the AWS devops competency right and and what that simply states is that we have the ability to help customers build out different applications manage those applications and modernize those applications leveraging AWS and the new tools that they offer to build different features for their customers Not only do we do that, you know, we we focus intently on the compliance and because we understand that, you know, it's a function of doing business, but it isn't something that you that most companies want to focus a ton of time. on. So we take the time to build out programs like the FinTech accelerator program, like the managed compliance and governance program, like the managed security program that can offload different aspects of managing their infrastructure to us particularly security compliance operations and application development as well.
0: Are you helping customers kind of navigate the compliancy landscape and achieve some of those compliance regulatory frameworks that need to be happening? Or are you additionally helping them kind of re-up it or go through some of the guidelines?
1: No, that's a great distinction. So we run the gamut as far as that goes. So I'll give you an example. We help a bunch of customers get SOC 2 compliant. So in order to do that, there's an evidence collection period of typically six months. And we work with the customer from day one of deciding that you want to get SOC 2 compliant. We work with them through the evidence collection period. We work with them to select the auditor. We work with them to create the report and disseminate the report and help folks that are relevant, you know, stakeholders understand what's in the report right? And we get them to the point that they are completely SOC 2 compliant. They know how to maintain that. And they have the best practices not only in place, but written down so that in the event that we go our separate ways, we can still say that we help this customer maintain and uh, maintain SOC 2 compliance. And in the event they do want to continue working with us, we, we manage that entire process on their behalf. So from end to end, anything compliance, we
0: Hi, everybody. My name is John Meyer, and I just wanted to let you know, today we're talking with Keontae Evans around Supercharger AWS success with cutting-edge fintech solutions. Now, we're wrapping things up in a few moments, but Keontae, one of the questions that we're talking about is the compliance and regulatory things that customers need to go through. Who's ultimately responsible for the compliance, and is it a requirement to do business?
1: Yes, so ultimately what we find is is the CCO, if the company's big enough, the chief compliance officer is is that will be their their sole kind of mandate. You know, make sure that the organization is compliant with all of the regulatory frameworks that we have to adhere to, based on whatever industry we're in. Um, if it's a smaller company, it might come down to the CTO because oftentimes what brings folks out of compliance are technology uh, that's added or subtracted from one's infrastructure, right? So we work with CCOs, CTOs, and if the company is large enough, and i really mean enterprise, then there might be a chief compliance and governance, uh, officer, and they might split the two functions. One might focus on compliance, one might focus on governance. Um, but those are the, the. The realms that we
0: tend to work with it. what is the IBEX Labs FinTech Accelerator?
1: IBEX Labs FinTech Accelerator is an accelerator service that we built especially with fintech companies in mind so we tackle three key challenges that we see fintech customers have that enable them to provide more value to their customers accelerate sales but also manage their technological requirements their compliance and security requirements Um, so what it does is we provide 24 by 7 365 management of compliance cost optimization and security for our customers So with compliance, that means, like we mentioned, if that means establishing compliance, we'll help you. We'll get you from wanting to be SOC 2 compliant through to SOC 2 compliance, through to SOC 2 compliant, in addition to setting up infrastructure security, threat detection, auto remediation, network uh, penetration tests. uh, And we'll also manage the cost optimization of AWS infrastructure so that none of this is burning a hole in your pocket while you're attempting to provide value for your customer. Now, on the other aspect of that, we work with AWS quite a bit with regard to helping other organizations that are building custom, that are building products on AWS, place their product on the marketplace and co-sell with Amazon Teams. And what we do as part of the accelerator is we put our accelerator service members on the AWS marketplace and enable them to co-sell with Amazon sellers throughout the nation. So that they have the ability to take their very niche product and the global Amazon sales system and integrate with them fully to, you know, find target customers and find customers that actually need their product and would value uh, talking to them and, and receiving demos and just doing business.
0: Now I know Ibex Labs have a number of skills behind the scenes, but let me ask the question: Really, is why fintech? Why is Ibex Labs doing the fintech accelerator?
1: So fintech. For, a num- for two reasons. We are principally built for managing highly regulated companies and their AWS infrastructures. Uh, we have the expertise on the engineering front, individuals that have worked at fintech companies, managed fintech companies uh, that understand what it takes and the nuances of managing and growing a fintech organization. Um, moreover, we've developed a tool set working with our partners that supports that. Whether that is Hermetic, you know, what we leverage on the security end, or Drata, one of our partners on the compliance end, we've developed the right partnership ecosystem uh, that we can, you know, put great tools in our engineers' hands to support, you know, these engineer these initiatives for our customers. But aside from that, right, financing fintech and connecting the global economy and making it easier for everybody to access the global economy is. I, in my opinion, is paramount to helping just the world become more of an inclusive and just well balanced place, right? If we can offer these tools to folks and you know make their lives better, and we can support the organizations that are doing that, then we feel I feel good about myself. I I, I personally put a put a large stake in making sure that underserved communities are benefited by the work that we do and the support that we provide fintech organizations ultimately helps those communities because we help them focus on being able to provide better value to them by taking care of the security compliance and enabling them to connect with customers that actually need them, right? So that's where we come in. That's why we say fintech because we can really help the world by helping fintech in our
0: What I'm really hearing is Ibex Labs has the skills and the expertise to tackle the top three challenges. Not only the compliance frameworks, it cost optimization and security. Does that about sum it up?
1: Yeah, yeah, that, that sums it up. Um yes, that sums it up. But ultimately I, I do wanna make note that I, I really do believe that supporting fintech companies does enable underserved communities. And that is part of why we help highly regulated industries, because they tend to be the critical industries that support all of our critical ecosystems in the world. So fintech, healthcare, you know, we can't help every individual in the world, but if I can help an organization that helps millions, then that that honestly, like, means something.
0: Nice. I like that. Well, Chianti, thank you so much for joining me.
1: Listen, John, I appreciate it. Uh, we love hearing from you and, and looking forward to seeing how this turns out. And we appreciate you uh, being part of helping us get the fintech accelerator and Ibex Labs out to the world.
0: Of course. Everybody, my name's John Meyer. Thank you for watching the John Meyer Podcast. Joining us today was Keonti Evans, who's a director of business development at Ibex Labs. Our topic was supercharger AWS success with cutting-edge fintech solutions. As always, don't forget to hit that like, subscribe, and notify, because guess what? We're out of here.